always up for a challenge. And yesterday I was talking to my buddy, Dave Hamilton, and I said, Dave, like, what do you think would work the best for the podcast? And he was like, well, do you ask the people who are listening? And I said, well, that's such a great idea. So I went to Facebook yesterday and I asked the question, what would you like me to cover? And I've been going through the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day. Today is March 2nd, 2024. And so we're on Proverbs 2. And so I wanted to see if this thing works and, and ask that question, does it work? Does it really work? Does the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day, does it apply to actual life, the things that we're dealing with, the circumstances. And I asked the question uh, yesterday, what would you like me to cover? And there was a multitude, uh, came in from Samantha Wolter, um, how to consistently keep a relationship with God. James Dixon said how a father impacts life and how God is father to all. Sally Green uh, asked about discerning and listening to the voice of God. Buddy Rushing, uh, Edward on Facebook said, how someone finds peace in the chaos of the world. Carrie Fringe said, how to consistently keep up with life's challenges and remain stable. Alexis Jarman, my sister, I love you. You're amazing. How to help with uh, how to help with going through a rough time. We're going to talk about that. Rhonda Kelly, one of my mentors, how to help people through addictions. Uh, Jay Shoup, I love this because he said, I want you to talk about the matrix and the space variations. I promise you, Jay, it's coming and you're going to love this, but you got to wait to the end to be able to hear about the matrix and space variation and how it applies and how God is able to speak through Proverbs 2, 3,000-year-old wisdom, the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day, to the matrix and space variations. You're going to love this, Jay. And uh, Shango Emil Green said, caregiver stress and stress relief strategies for caregivers. And then finally, Maris, she said, God's presence in all of us. And I was challenged in this, and I was thinking, like, how am I going to write these out? God, are you going to be able to bring 3,000-year-old text the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day. And, and I've been challenging people on this as far as just reading the one and how much it'll bring life. And now I was being challenged because does this really work? And it was amazing because as I started to read the word this morning, the word started to read me. And I asked the questions before and guess what? The word was reading the questions. And so it's 3,000-year-old wisdom, the corresponding proverb, corresponding day that's applicable today in your relationships, in your leadership, in your culture, in your systems, and most of all, in your vibe. Let's get this party started. Aha, uh -huh. technology works until it doesn't. I just pushed the, uh, pushed the button right there and uh, <laughs> the, the commercial didn't run, but that's okay. So we got a lot to cover this morning. So Let's go right into it. Uh, Samantha Wolcher, I wanted to hit yours uh, first right off the bat. Um, how consistently to keep a relationship with God. He runs it down in verse 1 through 8 in uh, Proverbs 20, uh, 2, verse 1 through 8. It says, my son or daughter, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom. How do we get wisdom? Fear of God, right? How do we get fear of God? We respect that's not fear and trembling. It's just the respect of his character. 
how do we respect his character? Spend time with him. He wants to be present with you. Sometimes it's silent. Sometimes it's taking a walk. Sometimes it's going to church. Sometimes it's riding a bike, but it's not always in the exact same place. Just allow him to be with you wherever you're at. Turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding. Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as silver and search for it as hidden treasure, meaning that it is the most valuable thing in the world that you're looking for that wisdom. You're looking for the understanding. You're looking looking for the wisdom. And where do we get wisdom? Fear of God. How do we get it? Spend time with him. Um, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God for God gives wisdom from his mouth. Come knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk blameless for he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. How do we keep a consistent relationship with God? Make him your friend. Like, make him your friend, put a name to him, ha hang out, and have a conversation like we're having now. Like I had before we started, I said, God, you got to deliver on this. Like, people, I, I put it out there. I asked the question, and when I asked the question, guess what God said? He said, I'll deliver. And it's amazing because it was already written. Um, so, James Dixon, let's go to you. James Dixon, how a father impacts life and how God is the father to all in verse one through eight. Surprise, uh, he says that. My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom, applying your heart to uh, understanding. Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as silver and search for it as hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge, understanding. He holds success in store for the upright, for the upright. How do we stay upright? Seeking him. And God wants us as a father to be upright because he as a father is upright for he guards the course of the just and protects the way of the faithful ones. Be faithful with him and fatherhood becomes a little simple because we just follow his lead, right? Sally Green, discerning and listening to the voice of God. Guess what? Verse number one through eight in Proverbs Two, it's amazing. If you read through this, Sally, it will answer exactly what you're talking about, discerning and listening to the voice of God and understanding that how we know when he's talking to us. How do we know? We check it with his word because he's going to be consistent with his word, right? If your dad gave his word and he had all these principles and then someone came up to you and you knew your dad for your whole entire life and then he came up to you and said, uh, someone came up to you and said, your dad said this, you would check it against his character or the things that you knew. But a lot of times we hear a voice, but we don't check it with the word. We don't check it with God's character. So we say, oh my gosh, this must be God talking to me. Well, just be wary of that because there's a lot of times where there's a voice in my head saying, you need to make this decision. You know what? You deserve to go and get that thing. The other day, I was at Nordstrom's, and I wanted a jacket. I wanted it so bad. I loved it. I cannot. I mean, I was like, man, I need this. And then I was like, maybe that's God speaking to me. It wasn't God speaking to me. It was my own voice saying that I wanted it. Now, will I get it? Maybe. But I've got to listen for him, and his word is always going to be consistent. His voice is always going to be consistent with his word. Buddy rushing, how someone finds peace in the chaos of the world. Guess what? Verse one through eight, if you read through that, it's amazing how just that, he'll just set us up for it. Carrie Fringe, how 
to consistently keep up with the life's challenges and remain stable. Watch this in verse 1 through 8 in uh, Proverbs 2. Let me say this, how to consistently keep up with life's challenges and remain stable. This is probably one of the toughest challenges you'll ever have, Carrie, and watch this. My son or daughter, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding— Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, if you look for silver, uh, look for it as silver and search for it as hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth, come knowledge, understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk blameless. He guards the course of the just and he protects the way of the of his faithful ones. Watch this. First, we must accept, Carrie. Second, we must store up. Third, we must turn our ear to something. Fourth, we must apply it. Number five, we have to uh, call out for it. We have to six, cry aloud and then we have to look for it. Then we have to search for it. Then we have to uh, find it. And when we find it, guess what starts to happen? He protects us. And if we look at those verbs, Carrie, I, looked, uh, I, I challenge you to look at those verbs in verse 1 through 8, and it'll help you in that way. Alexis, Jarman, my sister, I love you. How to help with going through a rough time. Verse 1 through 8, Proverbs 2, 1 through 8. Read it over and over again, I promise you. Rhonda Kelly, how to help people through addictions. Watch this. If Look at this. For he guards the course of the just and protects the way of the faithful ones. And the addiction, a lot of times, has nothing to do with the actual substance. It has to do with the, the reliance on him, reliance on, on him. And, and when we're going through how to help people through addictions, gotta do exactly what God does for us. He just absolutely loves on us as much as humanly possible. Nothing that you say until that person is ready will ever do anything. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I've dealt with addiction throughout my whole entire life and throughout my family. And what God calls us to do is mirror in verse one through eight, his love. He said, call out for me. He said, be here with me. Be present. I will give it all to you. Spend time with me. And a lot of times people that are going through addiction just need you to spend time with them. They don't need any judgment. They just need you to love on them because they're beating up on themselves anyway. And what happens through addiction, and I watched this with my mom and I watched this with my dad. My mom would drink until she got to a place where she was so, so dark. And then she would say things that were nasty. And then when she said things that were nasty, she would become so down on herself the next day. And when she was so down on herself, she was so embarrassed for the things that she said, then she would go and she would drink again to be able to cover up that pain. And then the cycle would happen again. And then there would be people that sometimes would come at her and say, oh, you said this to me last night. Well, they didn't realize that it wasn't her that was speaking. It was the alcohol or it was the drugs. And they would come down on her and they say, I can't believe that you said this. Or they would pass judgment as opposed to just sitting and saying, it wasn't you. I love you. Nobody has ever been spoiled by just being loved. Verse 1 through 8, Rhonda, I tell you, it's amazing. Uh, Jay Shoop, I'm going to wait to the end for you. I told you the matrix and space variations, but I got them for you. Shango, caregiver stress and stress relief strategies. Realize that 
when we think of ourselves as a caregiver, think of God. Does God ever get tired? No. And he tells us in verse 1 through 8, and it's amazing that way. And then uh, Maris, God's presence in all of us. And think of this. <laughs> verse 1 through 8, just read through that. When you read through it, it, he talks about God's presence in all of us. And he wants to be there. Okay, so let's go on. Let's go back here uh, in verse... I'm going to go back to Samantha and verse 9 through 10. It says... Um, or actually, yeah, 9 through 10, it says, let me go to it. I switched the page. In verse 9 through 10, then you will understand what is right and just and fair and every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. How do we consistently keep up with the relationship with God? Verse 9 and 10. James Dixon, uh, how do we be a father and how it impacts uh, our how a father impacts life. Verse 9 through 10, Sally Green, verse 9 through 10, Buddy Rushing, verse 9 through 10, Carrie French, verse 9 through 10, Alexis, how, how to help someone through a rough time, verse 9 through 10, uh, Rhonda Kelly, how to help people through addictions, verse 9 through 10, uh, Jay Shoup, I'm going to come back to you, Shango, verse 9 through 10, and Maris, verse 9 through 10. If you see this, guys, I want you to understand that every single one of you that had your questions or had your comments on it, it's, he's hitting them every single time. So I want to go through this quickly is verse 11 through 15, 11 through 15, discretion will protect you. Understanding will guard you. Wisdom will save you from the ways of the wicked men, from men whose words are perverse, who have left the straight paths to work, walk in dark ways, who delight in wrongdoing and rejoice in the perverseness of evil, who, whose paths are crooked and whose ways are devious. Think of that when it comes to a consistent relationship with God. What he's saying is discretion will help you. How do we get discretion? Well, watch this. We fear God, then we get wisdom. We get wisdom, uh, then that's the right use of knowledge. Then we get knowledge, understanding, insight, and then we get discretion. So discretion will take you through and help that wisdom to be able to take you away from the, the perversity of the world. And where's the perversity of the world? It's in fatherhood. It's in uh, discerning and listening to the voice of God. It's how you can stay uh, peaceful in the chaos of the world. It's how you can consistently keep up and stay stable with life's challenges. It's when you're going through a rough time. It's when you're going through addiction. Imagine how nasty that addiction is. And then uh, when we look at here, caregiver and caregiver stress, imagine that. Imagine if God just said, lay back into my arms, that my discretion will save you from those areas of putting out too much energy towards it and getting tired. And as we, uh, as we go into this, so verse 16 through 22, it's crazy because what God says here. And uh, is, is wisdom will, uh, will save you also from the adulterous woman, the wayward woman with her seductive ways who have left her partner of her youth and ignored the covenant she made before God. Surely her house leads down to death and her paths to the spirits of the dead. No one who uh, go to her return from her or attain uh, the paths of life. Imagine this. Uh, the adulterous woman is the alcohol. Adulterous woman is the drug. Adulterous woman is the any addiction that happens that gets in between you and your relationship with God. And so I wrote it down in 11 through or 16 through 22. Every single question of today, every single one of them was answered 
by that and, and connected to that because there was a reason. Imagine fatherhood. Imagine going through a rough time. It's what the adulteress is saying, that adulteress is saying, like, oh, just watch, look at me. Look at all the horrible things that are happening. Focus on that. And God's saying, no, just focus on me. Focus on me. And uh, on down to, uh, let's see, 20 through uh, 22, so 16 through 22, this whole entire verse uh, thus, you will walk in the ways of the good and keep paths of the righteous, for the upright will live in the land and the blameless will remain in it, but the wicked will be cut off from the land and the unfaithful will be torn from it. What he's saying is, is just lock onto me every single one of your challenges that I knew 3,000 years ago that you were going to write on uh, March 1st, 2024. I've got you. And the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day, the word will come alive. Like we talked about yesterday, it will pierce, a couple days ago, it will, uh, it's a double-edged sword. It'll pierce through bone and marrow, joint and marrow, actually. And so I want to go to Mr. Jay uh, Shoop, because Jay Shoop, it was so funny. I love this dude. Uh, He's a good friend of mine. And he said, I want you to talk about the matrix and space variations. Well, here we go. I looked up space variations, and uh, the thing that came up the whole time when I Googled it was space variations, the band. And the cool thing was, is as I read through with the space variations, it said, um, this, this band, it said uh, that they had a cathartic presence. So I looked up cathartic. It said providing a psychological relief from the open expression of strong emotions. And imagine this, the psychological relief through the open expression of of strong emotions. And what God is saying is there's so many strong emotions that we have. And what I want you to do is not only I want to hit you on a psychological side, I want to be able to hit you in your heart. And with these guys, the uh, Space Variations Band, um, they're a hardcore heavy metal band, um, but they are blazing new trails. And the new trail that uh, I believe that Proverbs 2 is is doing in the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day is getting people okay with reading the word, like reading the word and looking at 3,000-year-old wisdom. Also, uh, space variation actually is the change in value of any function from point to point throughout space. So uh, in verse uh, verse 9 and 10, um, when when we go through the change in value of any function from point to point throughout space. And what God said in uh, verse 9 through 10, it said, then you will understand what is right and what is just and what is fair, no matter how many times the function from point to point uh, that it changes in value, God will tell you that he is able to ground it. And also in verse uh, 16 through 22, he takes you right through that. As things change in value uh, from point to point throughout space, what he wants you to know is he could be, you could be anchored back to him. Also too, watch this, Jay. In uh, the ma- He said he wanted to know the matrix. So the matrix, right? The matrix had a red and blue pill. Well, in Verse 1 through 8, God gave us the choice of if you choose the red pill, which is the pill to be able to see and see through the wisdom's eyes, he gave it to us in verse 1 through 8 when we read that. And that is uh, to the matrix. And then in verse 11 through 15, J. Shoop, uh, 11 through 15, he goes through and he tells you what will happen if you don't choose the red pill. And if you choose the blue pill, it's the warning against it. In verse 11 through 15, discretion will protect you. Understanding will guard you. Wisdom will save you from the wicked men. The blue pill. Jay Shoop, I absolutely love you because when I read these, I was like, how are we going to go through a space variation? And how are we going to go through with the matrix? But we did it. 
Proverbs 2, the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day, it's amazing how when we read the word, it'll get to a point where the word will actually read us. Corresponding proverb, corresponding day, 3,000-year-old wisdom. Keep throwing in your comments, the things that you want to talk about as much as possible. I will do it. My name is Kelly Cardenas, and I'm officially off the hot seat. Peace, love, and soul. Thank <laughs> you.